Okay, and we're live. Oh, well, that's not fair. I wasn't even ready. Okay, well, the dog is staring at me, so here's that. With the door wide open, so we don't have the creaking of the door. It's because she's scared of the dark, I think. Yeah. What well, dogs are scared of the dark? Blonde, blonde ones. Um, well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast from P-Town. As you can tell, we are one day late. Um, I had a last-minute meeting that lasted a while, and our news correspondent is not feeling well. Did he get you the news? No. No? Yeah, so he's he's really not feeling well. Um, so, do you have news? Are you going to wing it? I've got a little bit of news. I went out and searched one news story. Oh. So, an Australian oh. woman is charged with uh, three murders and an alleged mushroom poisoning. Good grief. So, this gal in Australia... I read one story. She, go ahead and close it. So she uh, made beef Wellington for her house guests. Ooh. With but it carried a uh, death cap mushrooms or something like that in it oh, okay. that ha- that were in it, and three of the people died, and then one of the people survived, and she said that um, she ate it and it made her sick too, but so. And she says she feels very bad about it and all this other crap. Well, then you read into another news source and come to find out it was her ex-husband's parents and aunt that were dining with her. Oh, no. But she says she loves them. Oh, yeah. So I killed them. So, but, yeah, so that makes the, uh, I couldn't find anything, any allegations of, like, she did it to sabotage them or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. um, it definitely kind of raises some eyebrows. Oh, I'm sorry. That's horrible. Yeah. That is really horrible. So, don't eat beef wellington with mushrooms in it. Especially if it's your ex-wife fixing it. Yeah, exactly. Ex-wife's daughter or ex-husband's kid, whatever. Anyhow. What? Okay. Um, Did you like those dumb criminal stories I told you this week? Oh, that was painful. That was very painful. That was painful. I thought there was one that I didn't tell you that I was going to save for the podcast, but I can't remember what it was now. Oh, great. I told you the one about the death guy robbing the bank. Oh, it's fine. You can move on. Okay. (laughs) Um, Are there any deaths this week that you can think of? Um, no. Not that I can think of. Matthew Perry's already cold, so. That's disgusting. I don't even know what that was all about. Unless they had him cremated. Stop it. Don't talk about him. That's Chandler. You don't talk about Chandler. Chandler's a good guy. Um, and the Eagles were on a bye last week. Were they? Yeah, but they're oh, playing yeah. the, this week. They're, the Eagles have a pretty rough deal coming up. They're playing Kansas City Chiefs this week. Ooh, what day? Uh, I don't know. Oh. oh, it's Monday night, actually. It's Monday night football. Oh. And then they're playing the Bills, I think it is, next week. And then they've got to play the San Francisco 49ers, the 49ers. Hmm. And then sometime coming up, they're playing the Seahawks on December 17th. Oh, yeah. looky there. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Yep. So, um, that's pretty much about it that I can think of for the news to use this week. We can't... miss you, news correspondent. Poor, poor person. He's... Yeah. Not feeling good at all. He's probably faking it just so he doesn't have to send the news. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> right. So. Anyhow. We are going to move right on into the podcast now. And uh, 
the next place that we're going to talk about, oh, we, by the way, we're getting back to the towns again. So the next place we're going to talk about is Ellensburg. And this is a town I've actually been to. I think I've been there, haven't I? Uh, maybe. Oh, you may have drove through there when you were going up to Grand Coulee. Maybe. Did I? I don't know. Remember that time when you went up there and you had to go up there with a male co-worker? And all of a sudden, you couldn't come home the next day? And then all of a sudden, you couldn't come home the next day? No? You don't remember that? I do. Anyhow. Um, For those of you who don't know, I'm sitting here staring at him like, you're absolutely a complete ass right now. My mother listens to this show. And you say worse than that, so I don't even want to hear about it. Do you you're know ridiculous. that there's a turtle that lives in swamps in like Missouri that's called a cooter? I don't care. Okay. So, um, the population of this town is about 20,000. And it was founded by a guy by the name of John Alden Shouty. And he purchased a trading post here. And it just basically took off from there. Uh, the, place, the place he bought was called Robber's Roost. But instead of calling it Robsburg, after the trading post, he named it Ellensburg after his wife. That was nice of Happy him. wife, happy life. Huh. Uh, the town was incorporated in 1883. And it's another place that was helped to grow by the railroad, and it soon became a center of commerce for the area, and it was also one of the first in the state to get electricity. And then in 1889, the city petitioned to become the state capital, but they ended up having a large fire that year, and it destroyed much of the town, which it kind of put a damper on their campaign. They had a lot of fires to destroy cities. Yeah, well, back in those days, they didn't have much to fight it with. Well, I know, but still. Um, how close is Green Cooley to Ellensburg? I don't know. Oh. Ellensburg is just north of Yakima. Okay, well, that doesn't mean anything to me. It's north of here. Oh, no kidding. Uh, but they ended up losing out to Olympia, uh, which I think it should be a law. The state capitals are always cent- in the center part of the state. Why? Well, that way it's centralized for um, all the people that live in the state. If it's centralized, then everybody comes to that area. For their stuff, rather than having to travel across the mountain or something in the wintertime or something like that to go to the state capitol. I don't know. If you think about it, it'd be a pretty good idea. Um, there isn't a whole lot of history about this town. If you end up going there, though, there's no shortage of things to do. One of the favorite things that they have is the Ellensburg Rodeo, which uh, it's a world-famous rodeo. It's the largest one in the state of Washington. Um I'd like to go to it sometime, hint, hint. It's in September. I think it's Labor Day weekend, maybe. Also in September, they have a Buskers uh, on the last Saturday of the month. And this brings in a bunch of street performers and whatnot. And they kind of just shut the town down and do this. Um, It's called a what? Buskers. Buskers? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. They're just like street performers. Oh. It's a big thing in Ireland. Remember that gal that I watch on YouTube all the time mm. that sings? Mm-hmm. The, uh, a big busker thing. Oh. But anyhow, um, if you have any Ellensburg Blue, which is a rock, you should probably go ahead and just uh, send that over to me because it's probably not really worth anything. Just send it on down here and I'll dispose of it for you. As for notable people here, there's a few that I end up recognizing. Uh, Drew Bledsoe. He's from, from Ellensburg? Yeah. yeah. And so is John Kitna. He was a 
uh, oh. NFL quarterback. Brian Habib was a lineman for a few different teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a couple of actors and musicians, but I didn't really recognize any of their names, so we're not going to bother with them. Hmm. And that's pretty much it for that one. When you tell us the population, does that mean that's a current population? Usually, for some reason, most of the populations I find, evidently they must have done a big census in 2020 because oh. that's where most of the populations come from. Oh, okay. So they're about three years old. Gotcha. Uh, next, we're going to move on to another town that I've been to a few times, and this one is Rexburg. Idaho. And it's located in southeastern Idaho, and it's actually a lot bigger than I had thought it was. It has a population of around 39,000. We stopped at the Rexburg Walmart when we were over there a while back, remember? Oh, yeah. That's something happened with the pickup. The chick engine light. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be more about the size of Ellensburg, but it's quite a bit bigger, actually. The city was incorporated in 1883, and it gets its names from uh, the founder, Thomas Edwin Ricks, which um, it's Rexburg, not Ricksburg. So. I was going to say. And this guy was a Mormon settler, and there's actually tons uh, of Mormons over there. They call them the Storm and Mormon. It's actually home to BYU-Idaho, and rumor has it that the girls there know how to party. They get out of Utah, and they go to Rexburg. I had somebody tell me that one time. Yeah, you did. Uh, Not too much about the history of this place either. There was a ship named after the town. And it was called the USS Rexburg. And it was actually a research ship, but then it started being used as a rescue ship during the Battle of Okinawa. And I was reading about this, and um, I started to thinking, I wonder why they always refer to ships as females. I figured the only logical explanation I could come up with is because they have so many semen on them. to this show anyhow another thing about rexburg is that uh it's where that dumpster fire lori vallow killed her kids at what don't you remember that lori vallow and uh chad daybell no they uh he talked her into becoming some sort of spiritual leader or something and they end up getting married and then uh they took off to hawaii after they killed her kids and buried him in the backyard or something like that. And it was a big old long story of her coming back and saying that she didn't know what happened to the kids and all this other stuff. One of the kids was um, kind of disabled, I think. And uh, you don't remember hearing about that? It was a big deal in the news here a couple of years ago. Maybe I'm blocking it out. So another thing about uh, this, though, there's also a couple of uh, MLB or NFL and MLB players that are listed from being here, but I didn't really recognize their names. The only one I uh, kind of recognized was Matt Lindstrom, and he was in the MLB, and he played for a bunch of different teams. Uh, the rest of the people on the list I hadn't heard of. Um, what? <laughs> one, one name, though, that was on the list, and it's kind of odd for this to be you know such a big Mormon town and all this other stuff. One of the names on the list, I didn't even bother writing the name down but it was um the name of a drag queen made the list of notable people from this town oh so kind of makes you see what the the uh why i didn't have very many people on the list Hmm. uh the next place i haven't been to and it's vicksburg 
And it's a town in Mississippi, has a population of 21,573. And it was first settled in 1719 by French colonists, but it wouldn't become incorporated until 1825. And it was named after a Methodist missionary named Newitvik. Hmm. I wonder if he's in any relation to Michael Vick. Hopefully not. What's wrong with Michael Vick? You know what I feel about him? He's awesome. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No. So he let a little couple dogs nip at each other every once yeah, in a while. No, uh-uh. We all have our skeletons in our closets, well. dear. Uh, this town was a key area for the Confederates during the Civil War. Uh, and being right along the Mississippi River, it was a good place for them to transport goods and troops and things like that up and down the river. But it ended up getting surrendered to Ulysses S. Grant in 1863. Uh, The economy of this town is basically sustained by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Over 12% of the town's population is employed by the federal government. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, The town has four casinos. So that would be kind of fun to go visit. And it's also home to the USS Cairo Gunboat Museum. And you should check out the picture of this boat on... uh, that sucker's got some firepower on it. It'd be a pretty good gunboat, I think. But it's in a museum. Huh? But it's in a museum. Well, it is the museum. It's oh. kind of like when you go to Almsy and you go through the little oh. submarine thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Oh, I got Or when you go to uh, Pearl Harbor and you go through the USS... I've never got to go. Have you? What, what ship is it that's there at Pearl Harbor? I don't remember. Anyhow... Um, that's bad. We should know that. I know. Um, but my memory's going, so. As for notable people from here, um, Ellis Burks from the MLB, uh, Malcolm Butler and Michael Harris from the NFL, uh, Rod Coleman, who was a tackle for the Falcons, is also from here. Uh, I don't know the names of very many linemen. I'm surprised I knew that one. Um, the guy who first bottled Coca-Cola is also from there. Really? Yeah. Huh. Arizona. Oh, yeah. The USS Arizona. Duh. And then the last place this week is El Dorado, Arkansas. And it's another relatively small town with only around 19,000 people. And this place is said to be the population and cultural center of South Central Arkansas. So I'm not sure what you have to do to be known as the cultural center of Arkansas. Right. But... Um, I don't know. Maybe they have interracial marriages or something. Uh, the town was incorporated in 1870, and it seems that before the town was incorporated, it was a pretty churchy area. They had three churches established in the town by the time of incorporation. Wow. But, and here's kind of a sad story. In 1883, there was a guy by the name of Albert Williams that was lynched. Um... I'm not going to say what color he was, but it was Arkansas in 1883. And supposedly he attacked a young white girl. And while the police were trying to transport him to jail, they were attacked by a mob. And the mob took Williams to the scene of the crime and he was lynched. And he was only 15 at the time. Oh my gosh. Uh, And I'm not going to say if he was guilty or innocent, but the victim did identify him twice. And... um, even if he was innocent, though, he probably wouldn't have gotten a fair trial in that state at that time. Right. Then in 1919, there was another black fellow that was accused of murder. And the evidence him wasn't very good. Uh, but if you don't, evidently you don't need, 
evidence because another uh, mob guy took this guy and burnt him alive. Oh, gosh. And this guy was a World War One veteran. Uh, so it seems like ram racism was pretty uh, pretty big down in that area at That's that time. That's terrible. Uh, the bright side of things, though, uh, it was the center, center of the oil boom for the area in the 1920s. And oil still plays a, a pretty large part in their economy even today. Um, Where's this at? Uh, El Dorado, Arkansas. And like I mentioned earlier, they have a pretty decent art and cultural feeling these days. There's a lot of different art venues as well as an amphitheater for outside performances. Uh, there's no professional sports teams in the area. Uh, hmm. Lou Brock, who is a Hall of Fame baseball player, is from there. Uh, Lamar Hunt, who owns the Kansas City Chiefs, oh. is from there. Uh, then country singers like uh, Lefty Frizzell and his brother David Frizzell. Did you know he had a brother? I didn't know. I thought I thought David was Lefty's son. Oh. Because no. I think David sung, I'm going to hire a wino to decorate our home. And Lefty Frizzell, I think, sang a song about Saginaw, Michigan. Oh. So, there's that. Uh, Reese Tatum from the Harlem Globetrotters, and then a few football players, but I didn't really recognize any of their names. Were they NFL? Yeah, they were NFL players, but they're a lot of the players that they list on these things are like from way back, oh. and I don't really remember them. Ah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. But other than that, that's pretty much all we have for this one. That's a pretty short episode. Mm -hmm. We don't really have a whole lot of news to go over right. or anything like that. When the news correspondent starts slacking off, so do we, I guess. Oh, well, I don't think he's slacking off. I think he's sick. So anyhow, uh, that's pretty much about all we have for this week, I think. It's a uh, short one. It's a short one, and it was kind of disconjumbled and stuff. Uh it's uh, been another interesting week around here. Mm -hmm. So, I hope everybody, uh, well, we should be able to get an um, episode, episode out next week. But if we don't, um, everybody have a happy turkey day. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. I hope all you husbands don't get too stressed out making sure that your wife cooks the turkey right and everything. I know it can be a daunting task, but, you know... That's some of the sacrifices we make is to help them along the way and, you know, just make sure everything goes good. You have got to be kidding me right now. Well, no. You've never once stepped foot in the kitchen when I'm making dinner. I know that, but I let you know, like, when it's time for dinner and things like that. You don't let me know Jack Diddle. Yeah, I come in and I say, hey, is dinner ready yet? Yeah. And that should be your cue that, oh, I probably should have been working on that for a while. Maybe. Wow. You don't know the stress that I'm under trying to help help you. Help me do what? Lose my sanity? No, help you remember. Start drinking? Help you to remember. Remember what? That sometimes people get... Sometimes people get hungry. And hunger can destroy a marriage. So I'm trying to keep this marriage together. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're trying real hard right now there, Clark. Do you know why women have uh, such smaller feet than men? Good grief. So they can stand closer to the stove or the kitchen or the sink or whatever. Well, if it's you know that... Thing. Never mind. 
Oi. So, anyhow, I hope you all live to next week. Yeah. I might not. And I hope you guys have a happy turkey day if we don't talk to you before then. They'll never know if you're alive or not. If we well, don't do an episode next week. They won't know till the following week. If we don't do an episode it. next week, maybe somebody should call in a welfare check to my house. Yeah, yeah, please. I might be roasting on, or boasting, or getting cooked on Thursday. Mm-hmm. That'd be a dinner treat for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'll roast you over an open fire. So, they'd be, look at the size of the neck on that turkey. Uh, uh-huh, yeah. So, anyhow, hope you guys have a good week. Yes. And uh, we will talk to you guys. Do something nice for somebody. Maybe do something kind. Maybe volunteer. Maybe buy dinner for somebody that can't afford it for Thanksgiving. Maybe, you know, donate turkey or stuffing or something. Speaking of which, have we gotten our turkey yet? Nope. We should probably get on that. Those things take like, what is it, an hour a pound to thaw out? Don't you worry there, Clark. I got this handled. Hey, I'm trying to support you. Yeah. So, anyhow, uh, have a good week, and we'll talk to you later. Okay, bye.